All right, StoogeCast 102, Protector of the Inns. What's going on? Um, I'll tell you what's going on. The Steelers don't look, uh, not looking too good. <laughs> Down to your third string quarterback. Lost to the Ravens in overtime. 26 to 23. Uh, yeah, I mean, that that's the season. How many 1-4 teams make it to the playoffs? Let's see. 1-4 NFL teams to make playoffs. Here, let's just get these percentages. I, I can't, um, there's got to be news about it. All right. People are going, the 1976 Steelers offer hope for Pittsburgh's current 1-4 state in the wide-open AFC North. Uh, yeah, but those are 70 Steelers, right? They had multiple Hall of Famers on those teams. And that team came off of two Super Bowl victories back in the day. But uh, I don't believe it's very high. I'm trying to find the exact stat. What are four teams to make playoffs? News. Um, this is going great so far. I. Load, damn it. Mason Rudolph injury. Yeah, they hit him. Earl Thomas just went right for the jugular. No flag. Nothing. I thought this league was about protecting the quarterback. I don't want to hear that at. I hate these automatic ads whenever you click on something. It's so fucking dumb to me. But yeah, like protect. I thought this league was about protecting the quarterback. A hit like that on a QB, that's, you know, that's a jack shit. Unless Tom Brady is the only guy to get that treatment. But, um, it says here. Four teams find themselves with just one win through five games of the 2019 regular season. While no team has ever made the playoffs after an 0-5 start, 10 teams alone since the 1990 season have rallied to make the postseason. Pittsburgh Steelers are one of the league's current one-win teams entering Sunday night's road game against the L.A. Chargers. That doesn't look good. 43 years ago, Pittsburgh, after a disastrous start to the season, nearly became the first Nearly become. What kind of writing is that? Nearly become the first and only team to get to the Super Bowl after a 1-4 start. Greatest team during the 70s dynasty. All that shit. Okay. Alright, where's the... Like, okay, so they're saying 10 teams have done it since 1990. I mean, I, I just... I, I don't... I don't see it. I just don't see that happening. The FC North does suck. But it's like you're down to your third string QB, and you you gotta get you gotta get some wins, man. And um, at least the defense gets makes plays. They had five sacks again yesterday, and they uh, had three takeaways, so they got three picks. Now all of a sudden the Steelers' defense could get interceptions and big sack plays. But still, they have trouble stopping. Well, actually, they played a pretty good defensive game. They only allowed like 270 yards. But still, just... 
that de- the good news is that defense will be one of the league's best. Like, uh, they'll start to gel. I think guys like Bush and guys like Fitzpatrick even more as the season goes on. And uh, by next year, I think it's it's going to be pretty good. Even now, we might even start to see a midseason. They might just get into a groove and. Because, dude, would you have 10, again, 10 first-round picks on defense? Like, like some talent's got to, somebody's got to shine, you know what I mean? Like, T.J. Watt, Devin Bush, you know, Hayward, it, Joe Hayden, Fitzpatrick. Like, they got guys that can make plays. Like, they got, like, six guys. They got six or seven guys in there that can make a play. So, you know, they need to retool it and see where it goes. But uh, let me see the stats. I'll just look up 2019 Steelers. This is very uh, professional. As you all know, pro football reference. All right, let's go. Yeah, they're without well, points against. They're 15th of 32 in the league and um, points for 99. So that's 19.8 points per game. One and four. How about those Tomlin trade rumors? The Redskins are horrible. They're zero and five, and Dan Snyder wants Mike Tomlin to come in because Mike Tomlin is from Virginia, and the Redskins do represent Virginia. That's part of their fan base. Um, if I were the Steelers, if he's given a first round pick for Tomlin, I'd do it. That's just me, though. I'd make that trade, but I just don't see it. I don't. I don't see it happening. Then again, I didn't see you know Big Ben going down. Then literally days after Big Ben goes down, the Steelers trade their first round pick next year to get Minka Fitzpatrick from the Dolphins. That's that just isn't something you usually see the Steelers do. The Steelers pretty much hold on to their draft picks, build through the draft. It's just rare to me they'd go out and grab it. They must really might like Minka, and he's played well so far. But you know. Let's see the defense past couple games. You know, since, actually, since they, fun fact, since they brought on Minka Fitzpatrick, the defense has allowed 175 yards and 277 yards before they were allowing, like, over 400 yards a game. So, I don't know if that's that, that is kind of a nice boost for the defense overall. If you could say it's partially Minka, you could say it's, you know, guys like Cam Hayward to it, Watt, Bush, Vince Williams, all those guys stepping up. You could say that too, but I think the defense is starting to gel a lot better. And uh, they go to play the Chargers next week. Coming up, Sunday night football. And then you get the bye and then you got the Miami Dolphins for a Monday night game. You get the Colt Brown. I'm looking. Are the Bills any? You know what? I'm looking at the schedule. A lot of these teams suck. Let me see here. What are the Dolphins? The Dolphins are like. The Dolphins are 0 4. The uh, Chargers. There's a lot of bad teams this year. Chargers are two and three. I just don't see them winning that though. 
Steelers. Because they suck on the West Coast. Then the Browns are no good. The Rams are a good team. You get the Bengals. And you close with the Ravens again. The Jets suck. The Bills suck. Oh, wait. The Bills are actually good. Never mind. They have a great defense, though. The Bills are 4-1. and one. I don't know. It, third string quarterback? I don't. I don't see it. Devlin Hodges. I just don't see it. His QBR is insane, though. His QBR is 97.6. Rudolph had seven TDs in three games. He was actually doing all right. Uh, Connor's got to step it up. He sucks. Look at Connor's stats. Through five games, he has 58 running rush attempts, 194 yards, two touchdowns. He's on pace to like barely crack 600 yards. 600 yards for the season. That is uh, unacceptable. Juju's on pace uh, for 1,000 yards. Yeah, you look at the eye. It's pretty bad. There's not much going on there. You got Juju's the number one, and he's got to step it up. Facts only, you know? That's all you can ask for. Let's see the defense. Devin Bush is a beast. He's got 45 combined tackles already after five games. That's nine tackles a game. You need that. He's got a pick. He's got three fumble recoveries. That's good. Uh, you know, in a sack, that's some defensive rookie of the year shit. If he, keeps ta- if he gets like 140 tackles, that's like defensive player of the year shit. Edmonds is pretty good too. ton of tackles. Hayden, Mark Barron. To be fair, though, the defense has been on the field a lot. But, um, yeah, I mean, if the Steelers could just keep it going, keep it up. Steelers have 19 sacks. This is like, this is so weird looking at the stats for this team. Steelers have 19 sacks on defense. So they're on pace for like 60 sacks. They've only allowed five sacks. So that's like a sack a game. So like the line in terms of pass protection has been very good. But it's just the run blocking has been bad. Uh, Connor got to step it up. They need the backs to step it up. Them and Samuels. And I don't know why they keep trying to go for the pass. You're on your third string QB now. And, uh, you know, you really have to get into a groove running the ball. But um, Connor's fumbled. Just 58 rush attempts. He's fumbled. So, yeah. Um, Got to step it up and uh, take it game by game. But, uh, look. Hopefully the defense improves itself throughout the year. I'm just repeating myself at this point. Hopefully the defense improves itself as the year goes on. And it becomes like a top tier defense by the end of the year. And then... Uh, yeah, offense. This is kind of funny. It's kind of just how, you know, the Steelers had all, had all these offensive weapons, right? For like uh, a good four to five year stretch of Lev Bell, Big Ben, you know, AB. Just, you know, getting yards after yards after yards, big plays, all that stuff. Nothing. No titles. Now it's they're getting back to basics on defense. Get, set, 
Get sacks, get turnovers. Steelers have six picks on defense. Which isn't bad. And they're allowing, um, you know, 200 and... The run defense isn't very good, though. They allow 125 rushing yards a game. That's got to be better. They already have six picks, so they're on pace for, like, 19, 20. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, overall, uh, I don't know. You just got to take it game by game. And uh, hopefully this dude, Devlin Hodges, uh, he uh, balls out Sunday night. Connor and Samuels, uh, they need to, you know, do something. Dude, look at Connor's stat. That's 3.3 yards of carry. Jalen Samuels, 2.8 yards of carry. You can play the line a bit, but, like, the back's got to be better, too. I mean, like, running the ball, Steelers are averaging 3.5 yards of carry. Like, that's unacceptable. So you got to improve that. And uh, the call, I think the Chargers win Sunday night. Just because you're at your third-string quarterback, and Phillip Rivers is a Hall of Famer, although not a winner. He is a Hall of Famer, and you got to respect that. Let's see what what's his stats looking like for uh, Philip Philip Rivers. Who names our kid Philip? Uh, Philip Rivers. What's he got? He's got. No, oh, he's got seven. Oh, he's not as good as he used to be. He's only on pace for like twenty two, twenty three touchdowns. And today's NFL. It's like nothing. So he's like all right. Who knows? Maybe the Steelers could get to him, sack him. I, I really have no clue. Really don't know what to expect, and uh, that's part of uh, the fun in a way. Although I have Austin Eckler on my fantasy team. Dude's got a ball out, receiving, out of the backfield. So uh, that's exciting. And, um, yeah, I think that's enough Steeler talk. Uh, as for the um, Penguins, Malcolm got hurt. Lower, lower body injury. Whatever that means. I don't know how long he's out for, but um, I think it's like a month or two. It, look, the Penguins have had a good uh, run. They've gone to the playoffs since, what, the 2006-2007 season? I mean, sometimes it's just your guys just get old. Like You're just not as hungry for I mean, you got to be a professional, but injuries do happen. And I'm looking at the Pens team, and I just don't see a lot of guys that like I know of that are like, Good. I think they'll be solid because it's just, you know, the Penguins know hockey. They know what they're talking about. But I, I see, like, just from the outside, I see, like, like, like a 7-8 seed team. Just given the age of the stars and, like, a lack of depth. That's my, uh, that's my theory on that without really looking at it. Although I do know, I do believe they won, um, What did they win? They won like 7-2. to two. Uh, And it's the end of the first period, and they're losing to Winnipeg 2-1. to one. So the Pens are 1-1, one and, one and they beat... Who did they even play? These internet speeds. Come on. What the fuck, bro? Just work. Work with me, damn it. Why wouldn't it show the score? Ugh.
Thursday. Okay, that was the Thursday game. I want the game after that. I want the fucking... It's always when you're on the podcast, everything goes slower. Yeah, they beat Columbus 7-2. Yeah, and then they lost 3-1 to at home the first game to Buffalo. Now this one, you're down to... I mean, like hockey, it's tough to get in. They start with a four-game homestand. That's pretty, that's pretty groovy. They go on the road to Minnesota, and then they play Winnipeg again. That's weird. Oh, well. That's hockey for you. That's Andy Stuchel talking sports for uh, way too long, almost 20 minutes. You could have heard this presented better somewhere else, but you're here with me. I'm going to talk about EDM now. How about, like, you know, in these modern times where the news is always sad. I mean, it's always been sad, but it's just you want to get away from it. You know, I've always been a big uh, low-key, big EDM guy. It's just, look, I know the beats could be repetitive, but it's just something about how uplifting it could be. It's just, this is what I want to listen to in this moment. I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to think about, you know, politics. I just want some feel-good shit. And that's why it's so successful now with these artists like Calvin Harris, uh, Kygo, Dylan Francis, you name it. It's, it's just... It's just positive vibes, man. You know, you get you get a good song with a good beat. You sample something. You get some female vocals on it. it you're golden. It's a it's a hit. I took a pill in Ibiza. Why not? Let's just do it and see what happens. You know, the night is young. I've been getting into a lot of um. I'm listening to this new band. They're not really new. They're older. Legends, though. Uh, I believe it's pronounced Depeche Mode. These guys, like, released a ton of dance singles back in the day. Huge in Europe. They're huge. Europe loves them. In the U.S., you know, they had a few singles that hit. But in Europe, they're massive. And uh, I can see why. The shit's catchy. You know, dude's got a solid voice. And um, Dave Gahan, I believe is his name. But um, Martin Gore is pretty much uh, the brains behind their, behind the production and the songwriting, and uh, yeah, they're pretty pretty good, pretty solid. They're like the grandfathers of EDM in a way. I listen to it's like synth pop. They say it's as good as synth pop could get, and I believe it's like they have some songs where um, you know, I can see. I can picture like Lady Gaga or something singing this song, and I think that's just where their influence goes. It goes, and they kind of have like a um, a lot of their songs have like a darker when they when they really became good was when their songs went towards more of like a darker route because they were kind of like upbeat in some of the early. You ever listen to this song like Just Can't Get Enough? That song is so positive. It's like corny in a way, but it's so upbeat and positive. You're just like I'm having a good time, you know. And then you hear something like. Uh, policy of truth or enjoy the silence and you just you just want to like cut yourself not like that but you know just it gets you in a mood it's groovy i don't know I, that's just let me see what i've been listening to recently it'll show on spotify what i've been playing 
Yeah, it's basically Calvin Harris. Oh, Vici. You Can't Deny Levels isn't a great song. That song is like, oh, just, it's perfect with the, I believe that's an Etta James sample. Sometimes I get a good feeling, yeah. It, just something about perfectly just captures, I think, just the the overall EDM, like, I don't know. The best songs are the ones that kind of just transcend things. Like, um, you know, you think the best songs of the decade. It's probably something like, like uh, I th- they're like releasing lists now. I think Pitchfork like just tossed out a list, like best songs of the decade. It's crazy how the decade's already over. And it's y- You know a song's good when it's like they still play it years after like it's impact. That's how you can tell the, you know, the great song. That's why, you know, to this day... You could turn on a rate and you'll still you'll hear Stones or you'll hear like Michael Jackson or you know Madonna whomever you know it's just they've been around so long you know they just they it's about standing the test of time you know what I mean and uh, you know just you know go to any game they play Kanye West power any sporting event they'll play Power by Kanye West that's definitely one of the top songs of the decade probably. We found love with Rihanna. That was Cal- Calvin Harris made that beat. That's how Calvin Harris pretty much broke through. Rihanna helped him out big time there. And uh, but sometimes it's just you know you f- almost like forget. You almost like forget some songs, then you realize, oh yeah, that was a big hit. You know, like um, you know, it's just like uh, like birthday song by Two Chains. You know, you 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 forget great songs like that. Fucking problems. That's got, that's got to be a decade top. That's like a top decade like posse cut. Like, can can you name a better posse track than fucking problems? For like hip hop, is there one that's better? Is there one like that song could come on, and you're instantly like in the mood, and you're just in the mood to just do some fuck shit like. Alright, that song got Kendrick, ASAP Rocky, Drake, then Two Chains is on the hook. All four all four of them legends. They're legends at this point. They've all, that's from twenty twelve. They're all still around. You know, Drake has obviously become like he's like transcended rap at this point. Then he adopted kinda like the Tropicana beat, whatever like he adopted like EDM and like Two Chains has released some albums that are pretty good since then. Pretty girls like trap music's great. Kendrick obviously does his thing. I mean, you know he's a legend at this point. Like they've all, ASAP and ASAP Rocky. You know he's just like a fashion style. He's, he's just the dude's just an icon. So they're still like here. You know what I mean? They none of nobody's like, gee, I wonder where so and so's gone. They're still around. But I know that should, that'd be a good podcast episode. The top songs of the decade. I feel like a lot of podcasts will come out about that. Come out about that. But that's so hard because, like, when I listen to music, I listen to a lot of just old shit. I'll listen to like Rolling Stones, and I'll just listen to the same. Like when I really like a song, I'll just listen to it again and again and again and again in the car. And it's just it's so hard to like listen to new shit. Like I pretty much I try to listen to like everything I can. Like have an understanding of like. You know, a little bit of EDM here, some kind, you know, get in the country a little bit, pop, old rock. But it's just, that's the thing about music. You're never going to be able to listen to it all. 
You just won't. You just have like certain artists where you just you know their shit. Like I know, uh, like I just point blank. I know like Kanye West, Jay Z, U two, um, Bruce Springsteen, st- you know Stones. Like I Ze- Zeppelin. Like I I've just listened to those bands so many times. You just know their shit. You know like the history of those groups, of those artists, and you could just talk about them all day. That some it's just you've heard a few songs, but you're not you know. You just don't know as much. So there you go. I don't know what I have to do with it. Back to EDM though. Like, what? If I am going to see that Pitchfork list. Pitchfork, best songs of the decade. I bet you We Found Love is on there. I guarantee it's on there somewhere. Daft Punk. And Daft Punk's. Yeah, you forgot Get Lucky. Yeah, that was definitely like a bop. I just want to go see the top. 200 Avicii levels. Oh, come on. That's a, Levels is way better than that. It just, it just is. Levels, I disagree. Levels doesn't deserve to be too. Levels is definitely like top 50. They got, yeah, I love it's there too. I'm just scrolling down. A little B, Wonton Soup, 2010. Yeah, 2010 just seems... Oh, jeez. So, so long ago, bro. Future Incredible. Incredible's pretty good. I'm just scrolling down through and seeing what they have. I'm just going to scroll down this whole list and then whatever I see that is a song I know, I'll discuss it and I'll give you what the guys at Pitchfork said and I will either agree or disagree with that I gotta end this soon it's gonna happen oh I gotta check an email what does it say DJ Khaled I'm on one 173 yeah, that, is, that is a good that's a good policy track there too fucking problems better be like top 20 swear to god Tinashi 2 on schoolboy Q. Bad Bunny, Caro, Caro. Uh, see, there's such songs I just don't know. All right, no problem. One sixty-two. I remember that shit. Odd Future. Where did the time go? Hard in the paint. <laughs> Twenty ten. Waka Flocka. <laughs> Kanye West. Blood on the leaves. One fifty-five. Oh, there's definitely gotta be a lot of Kanye on here. Between Jesus and uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy. There's gonna be a lot of Kendrick there too. Kendrick, Drake. All I'm bling's probably gonna be gotta be like top twenty. It's like how do you know where a song from like twenty nineteen like goes already? Needed Me by Rihanna, 142. Yeah. No type. I remember that shit. Hotline, Hotline Bling, 138. Wow. I thought that shit would be higher up. It'll just be a bunch of obscure artists I've never heard of before. But here I am scrolling through the list. So, uh, yeah. Mask Off. 
Mask off the shit. Uh, it's just bringing me back. All I ask is fucking problems is top 20. That's all I ask for. <sighs> Do you think a U2 song will be on here? Probably not. Eventually just age out. <coughs> As an artist, it'll probably be a David Bowie song here or two. <sighs> what a weird decade. Just a weird time. Because it's just you're coming out of that recession of 2008. Just, it's been weird. Weird vibes. Weird times. Strange times. Get lucky Daft Punk 114. What other songs do they have? I've never heard of Conceptual Romance. What the fuck is that? Ain't it fun by the good... Okay, Shaba, alright. 111. Shaba! I know probably about... I'll probably know like a third of these songs. Nice for what? Fetty Wap. Remember him? Oh my god. That's a guy that's fallen off. Trap Queen, 2014. Wow, that was five years ago. That is wild. Kendrick Lamar DNA. Yeah, there's gonna be some... Probably be a lot of Kendrick songs in this top 100. Uh, you think Pitbull gets a gets a track on this list? The Great Pitbull. <laughs> D'Angelo, yeah, 98. Uh, bitch, better have my money. That is right. Oh, true love waits. Camille, dreams and nightmares and true. Uh, pyramids, yeah, that's a great song. Eighty nine though. Rich gang lifestyle. Okay, there's no, that lifestyle isn't better than levels. I think they just put levels at 200 because it would just give you a reaction immediately because every, everybody knows that song. I'm getting heated now. Everybody knows that's like that. That's a great song. It's a great EDM song. It's just like, I don't know, it's just tra it's just transcendent. We found love got to be up there. Yellow diamonds in the night I was standing side by side As a shadow crosses mine Yeah, like how do you know, like, Lana Del Rey, the greatest 2019 Like how do you know a 2019 song is like Like how do you know that, like who votes? You know, you gotta give it time. You gotta let it breathe a bit. Do we remember this shit in five years? <laughs> That's the thing, though. There is, like, no memory. Because there's just so much information being thrown at you. You just don't have time to process it. It's kind of weird. Oh, keep scrolling. Yonkers, 72. Wow. How many Kanye songs have I seen? Like one or two? 
Ultralight, I think it was Ultralight Beam. But on the leaf. Slow Burn's good. Casey Musgrave. Worst Behavior is a good song. Oh, my worst behavior, no? Remember? <laughs> Motherfucker? Nothing was the same as a great wintertime album. You gotta listen to that in the winter. Alright, I said Rihanna, we found love, 62. I knew that'd be on there. Hopeless. Found love in a hopeless place. March Madness and Sig. Okay, that's a banger. Fucking love that song. Future is very underrated. Gotta go back to listen to Future a bit more. The beats are unreal for like his songs. That'll get like fly shit only. Uh, it's uh, fucking amazing. David Bowie, Black Star 59. See, I told you. Alright. We're almost at 50. And then I'm going to do emails. Then I'm signing out of here. Maybe I, if I turned off my computer every now and then, it would be able to load quicker instead of just having it on in perpetuity. But that's my, uh, you know, that's just my style. Kendrick Lamar, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe 2012. Eh, it could probably be higher. I Fucking problems has got to be top 20. I'm telling you. That's just, if I had money, I'd put it down on it. <sighs> Damn, follow it. Feel like a brand new person. That's something. That's a different song, I believe. Big Thief, Mary. I don't even know what that is. Lord the Louvre. Uh, SZA. Yeah, what happened to her? I heard something with her voice. Or is she just is working on a new album? And Frank Ocean at Forty Nights. Sophie. See, I just don't. Monster, yeah, that's a great track. 38. There's probably, there's gotta be like three songs from Dark Twisted Fantasy in this top 40. You gotta have Power and Run. Power and Runaway gotta be there. Oh, uh, you know, it's a great song. Fucking um, Lost in the World, too. Black Beatles, yeah. Beatles in the city. I called that being a hit. I say that every time. I heard this. I'm like, yeah, this is a fuck. This is a fucking hit. Got the beat. It's ready to go. Oh man, come on. We're at thirty. I see a cover. It looks like a furry. Cardi B, Bodak Yellow. Okay. Does Mac Miller even have a song on here? Ugh. 
Alright, I just, I know Kendrick, it, fucking problems better be on her. I know Ken, Kendrick's gotta have more tracks, Kanye, and then fucking problems, because, like, I'm seeing a bunch of artists, I'm like, who the fuck are these nerds right now in this, in the top, you know, I don't know who these people are, from, like, 20 to 30, like, what, what, give us the good shit. Hold on, we're going home. Yeah, 21, okay. I like Vampire Weekend a lot. I've never really listened to them. Kanye West, Run Away. 18 Feet Pusha T. They brought him down a little bit there. Jesus, is letting slow. Oh, to be fair, I am. I have been scrolling this for five minutes. Work, work, work at 15. That's not a surprise. I think We Found Love's a better song, but whatever. Fucking pro. I don't think fucking problem's gonna make it. I don't like Chief Keef. That says shit I don't like. Yo, shit. Make believe. Louis Revert, EXO, Tour Life. Yeah, that was a biggie. Video games. Lana Del Rey. Come on, the top ten, you gotta make them, you gotta make them good. Alright, 8, Solange, Cranes in the Sky. Ah, Mitski, I've never heard of that song. Might be. Zelia Banks, 212, I've never heard that either. Frank Ocean, thinking about you, 2012. Where's fucking pro fucking problems is great. What are fucking problems is like in the top three? I don't know. Beyonce formation. I'm like, really? <laughs> Hot sauce in the bag, swag. Robin. I've never heard of Robin, but people must really like her. Pitchfork must really like her. Grimes. Oblivion, number two. Kendrick Lamar, alright. There was like no Kendrick for like... Under, I don't know, weird list. Whatever. That was a bummer. I thought fucking problems would be up. No power by Kanye? Please, come on now. But, uh, alright. Emails, this is a long one for no reason. If you cut all the dead air in this, you get about a five-minute podcast. Like right now. Oh, jeez. All right, what does it say here? Please consider using this song as your intro. Stroking. All right, let's see here. This is. When I start making, I don't just make love. I be stroking. Donut Dash is this Saturday. Oh shit, look at that. Hello again, Donut Dashers. This year's Donut Dash is coming up Saturday, October 12th. We want 
to see you there. Last year, we set a record in attendance with over 1,500 runners participating. We know that Donut Dash will be even bigger this year. Donut Dash is the perfect opportunity to give back to the community while spending time with all your friends. This event is the second of five in our pledge to raise $500,000 from the Mary Lemieux Foundation's Austin's Playroom Initiative. Initiatives dedicated to building children's playrooms at hospitals to improve the hospital experience for both kids and their parents. You can sign up for the event here. All right, Donut Dash. Let's check that out. The donut, the Pittsburgh Donut Dash. I'm dashing for donuts. All right, so they raised 42 grand so far at Shenley Plaza. You run one mile, eat six donuts, and then run another mile. That sounds like fun. 10 a.m. Okay, I can, I can do that. That sounds fun. All right, I'll sign up for that. I believe that is the podcast. Um, you know, send the email, stoochcast.gmail.com. You know where it's at. Questions, comments, concerns, all of that. Episode 102. I'm going to look to get a guest on here soon. This was way too long, but it's all good. I hope you liked it. Uh, yeah. Peace. Have a good one.